Hello and welcome to the Ask the Geographer podcast series from the Department of Education and Outdoor Learning at the Royal Geographical Society with IBG. I'm Harry. In each podcast, I'll meet geographers from around the world to ask them about topical events, timely publications and geographical research. The Roots Journal is the first journal of its kind dedicated to publishing A-level and undergraduate geographical research. The journal is an online publication of a whole host of different pieces of work from geographers, essays and non-examined assessments being just two forms of submission. Editor-in-Chief Dr. Cyrus Nayeri and Managing Editor Dr. Elizabeth Rushton both run the journal and will be talking to us today about how geography teachers can encourage their students to collect quality research, which will hopefully then be included in an edition of the journal sometime soon. Can you give us a little background on your own journeys and geography experience? Cyrus? I grew up in Manchester and growing up in Manchester you see lots of lots of things around you around you know inequality but also lots of things to, to, to celebrate Manchester's very geographical and has great university but I went on from school in Manchester to study geography at the University of Oxford where I actually really embraced this idea of the holistic nature of geography being a sort of human physical and environmental kind of dimensions and I did lots of work in Iceland as an undergraduate geographer mainly in physical geography. I then went and carried on and studied a master's in Oxford and then my PhD in Oxford which focused on a sort of environmental geography project where I looked at the way that communities in Iceland live with hazards and it was a sort of human geography cultural geography uh, kind of project which explored the kind of my thesis was the way that people live not with the big events but with the small uh, in their everyday lives that might just sort of nibble away at them. And in the between time, I studied my PGC at the University of Cambridge to become a teacher. And I sort of taught um, throughout that period in schools as well. And I now am um, head of geography at Dulwich College. But I also really like to have a hybrid role. So I was talking about being, a kind of, um, I, I feel very much that my professional identity is both in a university setting and in school. So I very much sort of research active and continue to work on ideas from um, my own research and I'm very much interested in ideas of equality and diversity and how they touch down in geography. Lizzie. So I grew up in London and studied geography at school including up till A-level and then I had a bit of a diversion before returning to geography as an undergraduate uh, with two small children in tow. I studied at Oxford Brookes University and that was really a really formative experience for me working in particular with Professor Helen Walkington who did a huge amount of work and still does do a huge amount of work in thinking about mentoring undergraduate research. Um, and that was my the experience of that, the experience of working with her that really um, seeded this kind of thinking about the journal that came to fruition um, a little while later. When I finished my undergraduate degree at Oxford Brookes, I went to Nottingham to do a funded master's and PhD project exploring environmental history in Belize in Central America. And then I trained to be a secondary school geography teacher and in my time in school initiated different research projects that were geography focused for sixth formers, got got them um, skilled up in, in thinking about environmental history through pollen analysis and documentary archives. So trying to bring that researcher's experience that I'd had as an undergraduate and a postgraduate to the classroom. And then with, as I'm sure um, with everyone, a few diversions here and there, I then ended up as a PGCE lecturer in geography education at King's, working with those at the beginning of their careers in teaching geography and thinking a lot about research relating to 
student participation in research and teachers participation in research and wider ideas about environmental education but always a geographer I think start as a geographer and will always be a geographer. Can we start with the basics what is a journal? So a journal can take a number of different forms but an academic journal is typically a repository or a a sequence of different pieces of research by usually different authors that are compiled together in an issue. And usually journals are the kinds of things that um, academics use to publish their work, which means that what they write has been checked and verified by the academic community of peers. And then that work is disseminated and shared with the public. So that's what a typical academic journal looks like. But there's a huge variety of different journals for different academic subjects and different parts of subjects. So that's sort of how they're organised. And in terms of structure and editions and volumes, could you explain to someone listening about the Roots Journal and and how often it's published and where you publish it? In contrast to some journals, which might be print or digital, Roots is solely a digital journal, which means it is simply released online on our website. And we publish it three times a year, in September, in January and in April. And students can submit two routes at any time of the year and the work will be allocated to one of those issues in the future. The issues, there are three issues in a volume and usually we have a volume a, a year. So that's the sort of structure which often, you know, the, the other academic journals also kind of follow some derivative of that, of that format. And Lizzie, could you explain a little bit more about the structure in terms of how you collect submissions and the review process? Yeah, absolutely. So we're really fortunate with being a digital only journal that we have a lot of flexibility in terms of the way that we structure and, and collate the different items that form an issue and then and then the volume. But in terms of the process, students submit their work through a very simple Google form that comes to myself in the first instance. And in my role, I'm reading every single submission that comes through and thinking firstly about who might be best placed from our brilliant editorial team to work on that submission in terms of their expertise, in terms of their interest. And so we have a a team of editors from both school and university settings um, with rich, rich expertise in geography. And so then the first thought I'm thinking about who would really enjoy working with this author in supporting them through this journey. And then the editor is invited to take on that submission and then they allocate to peer reviewers. And again, our peer reviewers come from both school and university-based geography. So we have teachers and PhD students and academics, the whole collection of colleagues who work as peer reviewers. And then those peer reviewers provide a review and there's, there's lots of guidance for them about how to approach that review. It's very much about supportive, constructive feedback to enable the author to develop their ideas. And then The peer reviewers complete their review. They go back to the editor for an initial read and the editor will provide a summary of those peer review comments for the author. Um, And that's super helpful because that's sometimes, obviously, two people have two different perspectives on how to support the author and having someone who can synthesise those into the kind of the next steps that the author might want to consider taking in terms of developing their work. And then the editor will send those back as a package to me and I read through them all and see if there's anything else that I can add, but then also just checking that everything is as constructive and supportive as it, as it can be. 
And then everything obviously is anonymized and then sent back to the authors. And then the authors very, very normally have some development to do on their work. It's I don't think we've ever had a submission which has gone straight from submission to publication. There's always, and that's just very usual. And then that will then go to Cirrus to go through another round of feedback and development. Um, Cirrus, I don't know if you want to pick up on your part in the process there. Thanks, Lizzie. So as editor-in-chief, different journals might have slightly different sort of managing structures of, of, of how they work. But essentially, my role is a sort of final quality control checking. And because of the nature of, of Roots being a student journal, sometimes at the end, there's a there's a role of back and forward with the student to make sure that their, their submission is as polished as it can be. So at the, the end process will usually be with me corresponding with the student and working on that submission directly, which is which is a wonderful thing, hopefully, for the student just to get that individual level of feedback at all of those different points. That should be really heartening to hear for any A-level geography student or undergrad out there thinking about submitting. And am I right in thinking that you both are, a, are an excellent snapshot of the reviewers as an academic and as a teacher as well, Cyrus? I mean, I think in many ways we are, but also because we in, in many ways fulfill lots of different roles like many people in the geography community. You know, Lizzie's a teacher uh, and has a teaching background as well as being an academic. And I sort of share a similar kind of background, though Lizzie's more in the university setting than I am. And actually, I think if you look at many in the teaching community in secondary schools, they might be involved in a bit of research or have a kind of research background potentially. And one of the things that we found actually is that teachers do wear many hats. And Roots for, for the teaching community is a wonderful way of them contributing their academic expertise to an academic project. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's sort of hybridity of the teacher identity is, is, is almost like the default, I feel. That's really great to hear. I mentioned in my introduction that you accept a range of work. We've talked a lot about the word submission and pieces of work being submitted to Roots. But am I right in saying that you accept quite a range Yeah, we absolutely do. At the moment, the first few issues have been predominantly essays and that non-examined assessment that's developed into um, a report style submission. But we're, because as I said before about it being digital, we have huge flexibility in the type of submission that we accept. We we are starting to see some more film reviews as well as book reviews. We're starting to see some submissions of poetry. They haven't yet come through to publication stage yet, but we're really open to photographic essays or more perspective pieces are really encouraging A-level students and undergraduates not only to think of Roots as a, as a really important place for their essays or their NEAs, but really for them to bring forward their own geographical ideas and perspectives and, and Roots to be a space to engage with the, those and, and celebrate those um, so that that then moves the discipline forward in that way so yeah um it's creative and we're open to things that we haven't thought of right i mean we're not we're not going to restrict um if if a prospective author wants to get in touch and say well i've got this really great idea for a submission would you be interested in we will always be happy to have a conversation about that and if i can if i can just jump in there something that lizzie was saying is, is is really important is that Usually for academics, writing in a journal is about the output. It's about what you get at the end and the citations and getting your work published is a you know, mark of quality. With Roots, the, the, sh- the, the shift is subtle and it's as much about the process as it is about the outcome, which is why we are a student journal and we're proud of the way that we nurture and support individual students in getting to that place. In other words, submitting to Roots is about sharing your work and getting it to the into the public domain but it's about 
cultivating who you are and what your ideas are as a geographer and providing that space for that experimentation and that feedback. And that's why, in one way in which we're different. I've got in my notes to ask what a perspective piece is. So I'm so glad you mentioned it. Can one of you explain? It's an open category. And actually, um, the idea of a perspective piece might be interpreted differently by different people. But the way I understand it is it's resituating your lived experience and ideas as an embodied student and individual so you are writing about a commentary about an issue and that doesn't mean it can't be academic because you can support and you can situate your work within the broader geographical context but it is bringing your own lived experience and perspective to the fore without hiding behind a sort of veil of objectivity so that might be around experiences of inequality or growing up with you know you know in a particular place or a particular area or it might be a commentary about your school or your local environment or climate change but a, a perspective piece is it's not a sort of journalistic style where you're just sort of you know ad-libbing um, and that's obviously a, a very simplistic caricature but it's an academic piece which doesn't hide behind you know which which celebrates and brings to the fore the author and the author's lived experience through which it's made brilliant uh, lizzie what do students need to know in terms of method and layout that's a really good question. So we have lots of guidance and support on the website in terms of the format that we encourage. I mean, the, one of the best places to start is to read some of the Roots articles that have already been published to get a sense of a possible format. So quite in some senses, quite traditional with an abstract at the beginning. So a short summary of the entirety of the article, keywords, and then the, the logical structure of an essay or an article um, in that sense. And, and small things, you know, images should have captions and, and notions and important um, approaches to referencing. And there are guides to referencing there. Um, so I think there's lots of clear information about how to approach the formatting and the layout, but I wouldn't want that to put people off in terms of, oh gosh, well, I've got a really, really great idea. And and actually the, the academic format being a barrier, there are lots of ways to both read the articles to get a sense of, of how the finished article might look at the end, but you, that doesn't need to necessarily be in that perfect shape to begin with. We're, as, as Sarah said, we're all about trying to support authors to produce their best work and that involves revision and corrections and support in that process so it's about doing the best that you possibly can at submission and expecting that there'll be supportive constructive engagement to help you improve that further. Sirius on this theme could you help anyone listening with a short list of do's and don'ts for submitting to Roots? I think the biggest thing is now we have several issues and volumes out go and have a look at what's there you know, look at the format, look at how students have referenced, look at the reference list. And there's a lot that you can learn from other students as well who've gone through the process. And that's the biggest learning, you know, and that's what academics do too. They look at each other's work and just think, you know, how how did they format that? Or, you know, so there's a, there's a lot of, of the academic kind of format and layout that, that students can learn from each other. And I would just use those issues and those articles as the first port of call for publication. You would also you know really do well to look at the guidance that we put out and we try and be as helpful as we can with publishing guidance on how to reference and how to take your sources of information beyond maybe what might be a bit more of a kind of generalized gray literature maybe report to what might be available 
publicly in terms of the academic literature. And we, we try to publish some helpful guides and summaries. So have a look at those. Do's is, you know, be confident and be confident in yourself um, and feel free to write about issues which matter to you and matter to community in which you're from and your own academic interests. We accept human geography, physical geography, environmental geography, and stuff on the margins. So please don't shy away from something that's innovative or different that you might not see there already. And equally, if your piece is very physical geography, don't shy away from not, you know, not sending us that because our breadth of expertise in, in our reviewers allows us to accommodate your, your work. You know, do be bold and do be confident, but also we are mindful that this is also a process of development and that's what it's meant for. So just be mindful of that. And also do be mindful that the process means that you will have to, in all likelihood, return to your work to complete some submissions, so make uh, some, uh, some corrections. So just be mindful of building in time that this is not just a one click and that's it. It will be either accepted or rejected. In all likelihood, in the vast majority of cases, 99.9%, we will accept it. But there will be work to do on that journey. And you just have to be ready to work with us on that too. So be prepared for the journey that you will, will embark on when you submit it and hopefully in a really enjoyable and exciting way. It sounds like the, the last message there is don't be upset by the process, as you were saying earlier, which is part of the point of the Roots Journal and to, to embrace it. My next question was on guidelines um, for writing. But we've been through a lot of this already and you've already explained that you accept such a diverse portfolio of submissions are there any other guidelines we could add on to the do's and don'ts yeah i mean i would really encourage prospective authors to talk to the geographers their teachers their um, tutors in university and their peers as a kind of a step before submitting um you know if you have a piece an essay that you're really proud of and there's someone who you can have a conversation with before you submit i think that would be a really lovely thing to do um and often we know that the reason authors submit to us is because they somebody has ha- given them that encouragement. So to any teachers or, or those working in university settings, you know, that little bit of encouragement, as I'm sure they know already, you know, goes a long way. So talk your ideas through, talk your submission through with someone perhaps before you submit. And I hope that no one would go away from the process of engaging with Roots ever anything more than positive. I hope no one will be upset. We take a huge amount of care over being very explicit that when you get a lot of feedback that actually is a sign of really positive engagement so we try to make sure that that feedback isn't overwhelming in its amount and content but you know part of doing that is to be really explicit that if someone has taken the time someone who's literally volunteered their time to make spend an hour or two reading and commenting on your work that is their engagement with you as a geographer and their desire to help you develop as a geographer i think my other point for authors is is when they receive that feedback to see that as a dialogue. They don't have to accept everything that is put to them by a reviewer or by an editor, that there is that opportunity to write a response that um, I then work with where they say actually yes I've engaged with this point and that point but actually on in this instance I think that th- this is my response and I'm not in quite agreement so there is that as far as we can that dialogue um, of perspectives and I think that's really enriching for you know one's academic development you know as academics we're always putting our work out there for review for engagement and sometimes that's critical and sometimes that's more positive but it's about that process of trying to have a dialogue with those within and beyond our community about our work and and Roots is really trying to model that in a constructive way and thinking well why do we have to wait until we're quite a lot further down the track why can't we do that from the earliest 
point and yeah and just getting that idea that you know revising your work improving and developing your work is a really good thing there is an ethos that lizzie has just spoken to around what we do which is the very nature of a student journalist to is to uplift and highlight student work as valid as good and as good quality and that has a place in classrooms and universities and as part of the discourse in geography and that same ethos is part of the way that Lizzie and I and our editors and our reviewers communicate with the students in that in, in, in many ways we can help but in many ways it's a dialogue so that that power relationship is not just okay we'll accept or reject we're trying to shift that towards a conversation where it's more nurturing and supportive so you can see that roots is different by design but also in the values that we we try and put out there which makes what we do I think very special and very different and the the work that we've done already is having really positive impacts on so many students up and down the country and we're still at the beginning of what what of what we are and what we do as a journal. And that's a, a point actually it's a relatively new journal isn't it and in terms of how recent it is could you point to anything that has particularly caught your eye or that any submissions that you think have particularly stood out? Um, yeah, so just to give our listeners a little bit of a context of um, Roots developed out of a conversation, I think initially over Twitter between Cirrus and myself uh, back in our first period of, of lockdown in, in 2020 and with the first collection of articles published in September 2020. So we really are still at the beginning of what I hope is a really long and rich journey with lots of opportunities to develop and grow. But I was having a look through and it's a little bit like trying to pick your favourite pet or your favourite child. Like it's quite hard. Like there are so many wonderful, every single submission, you know, I'm, I, you know, I'm very grateful to authors for putting their trust and submitting to us. And the published work is representative of a much bigger work, but I'm going to, I am going to answer the question. And I would like to just point people to Mary Jane Farrell's article. Mary Jane wrote this when she was a student at the University of Sussex and her work looks at intersectionality. So intersectionality is an idea that looks at the way that multiple forms of discrimination overlap and interlink. And in that article, Mary Jane takes that as a lens to think through the discipline of geography, thinking through how that lens can help us move the discipline forward. And I have to say, I find that really well, in some ways, not surprising at all, but or, but I have to remind myself that this is an undergraduate geographer who is genuinely pushing at the edges of our discipline. And I just find that a really great example of how undergraduate work, um, as Cyrus said previously, you know, undergraduate student work is really, really valuable and has been hidden away a little bit because it hasn't had always the spaces to be celebrated and engaged with beyond the audience for which it's written, which is of, often a dissertation or an essay that's marked. And so, yeah, that for me would be the one that I would encourage people to have a read of. In terms of favourites, I would just like to, to highlight that we know every single piece and we spend a long time with each piece. And you know, for me, I'm not going to just I'm not going to pick one, but also I just wanted to make the broad point that it's a labour of love and care by each of the people that are involved in this journal, each of the reviewers and editors with the individual students. Another sort of key thing around Roots is that we we are not part of the RGS and we're not part of any organisation. We do this as a collective of teachers and academics. We work for free no one pays us and we have set this up because of the values that we believe in so you know every bit of feedback comes because a teacher or an academic has given their free time 
through this this infrastructure which we've created so there is no marketing there's no advertising there's no oh, there's no you know adverts there's no there's, there's nothing that means that there's any other kind of motive than than what we were saying in terms of this is academics and teachers trying to cultivate platforms and opportunities to give students opportunities and and you're asking what what our favorite one is we might have some some kind of ones that fall into our own areas of interest more than others but we really do invest so much in in everything um, because we we really believe in what we're doing for right by the students to finish and speaking directly to geography students could we explain why someone should submit a paper to the roots journal in 2022 and beyond my invitation would be that if you as a student um, want to engage in a process of feedback and discussion and dialogue with teachers and academics so that you can get another perspective on your work so you can grow as a geographer and hopefully see that piece of work published to a wide audience, then that would be my genuine invitation to any member of Geography um, A-level student and undergraduate geographer. And I should say actually beyond, if, if, you, if you are a student in a different discipline who is writing to geographical themes, you know, we don't ask people to say that they are an undergraduate geographer or an A-level geographer. If you're writing a piece that speaks to those themes and you are, you know, wanting to engage in that process of dialogue and development, then you are very, very welcome. I would just add, so there is the the key element of developing as a geographer, having your ideas nurtured and heard. And there is a slight other element to this, which is there aren't a huge number of things that geographers who are in the sixth form or even undergraduates can do to step out of the sort of range of things that they can do. And submitting to Roots and publishing with Roots is another one of those things that can give students that extra thing that they can write about in their personal statement or when they're applying for a master's course. So there is a sort of giving opportunities for students that are, yes, about nurturing and scholarship, which must come first. But there is also offering opportunities for broader development as well. Thank you both so much and good luck for all the future editions of Roots. Thank you very much for having us. Thanks for listening. If you like this podcast, please subscribe to the Ask the Geographer podcast series on iTunes and SoundCloud.com. Be inspired and stay informed with the Society's wide range of resources, many of which are free. School membership unlocks access to other excellent resources, including online lectures and many other tailor-made benefits for teachers and students. Access our resources at www.rgs.org schools.